Hello me amores, ladies and gents, welcome back to the podcast. Just want to say, this is going to low-key sound like a Oscar acceptance speech, but to be honest, I know people say self-praise is no praise, but I completely disagree. I think if you don't love yourself, no one else will. So just saying a massive thank you to everyone who is supporting the pod so far. Yeah, you're just stunning human beings and I expect nothing less from all of you gorgeous humans, but really, really, really appreciate you. You're all going in the raffle to be my day to the Oscars when that day comes. I'm sure we're not that far off. So it's been a week um, and by a week, I mean literally by myself uh, doing college work, which has been stunning. I'm not exactly your glowing college student. Like I'm, I don't know what my GPA is. I don't think I ever knew what my GPA is. And I definitely don't want to know now being as mentally unstable as I am anyway. But yeah, had to submit a lot of assignments being final week as it is. I'm presuming a lot of people listening to this are college students like myself. So yeah, I really do feel for you. Like I'm here for you at this time. It's actually violent. Like it just has been awful. And for people who say that I'm being dramatic and then, you know, get over it, it's college. Sweet Jesus. Like the university of my home has not been fucking fun. Literally doing it on a laptop for the past three years, basically it's felt now. But anyway, we, it's done. There is something beautiful about just submitting it though, do you know, and it being gone and it's like, it's out of my hands. Like it's God's work now. What am I to do about it? You know, it's out of my control, even though it was in my control, obviously for the 12 weeks previously, like we move on, you know, say la vie, ladies and gents, really and truly. Like honestly, for some of the assignments, it was a blur. I honestly... I don't even know what I was writing down. Like for some of them, I might as well have just sent in a handmade finger painting, just spelling out, sorry for the inconvenience to my lectures. But I mean, as I said, the past, honey, don't focus on the past, distracts from the now. On lighter news, kind of buzzing off my tits about this vaccine situation. Like I, to be honest, I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to be commenting that much on it. Even though I don't know much about it, I'm still manifest. <laughs> manifesting why did I struggle so much with that word I literally say it every day in the fucking mirror to myself like trying to hype myself up for this for another day in the life of a pandemic but anyway manifesting good vibes for the vaccine anyway do you know what I mean I don't really know the science behind it but at the end of the day you know if it works I will be naming my firstborn after it and that's all I can say about that matter so hopefully we've got better times ahead on to the theme for episode one we have as you can see just a drop of vodka the intro for this is a stunning woman that is really doing god's work in that video where she's making a cocktail but like she's basically making satan's drink herself like if you don't know what that video is please head over to the get involved podcast instagram for more context i don't mean to be that girl who's you know plugging her instagram low-key because I'm not being low-key about it go follow it please there's iconic content on there like really and truly I'm I'm doing God's work and I'm just supplying it to you so please go support not for me but for yourself because I'm sure you love yourself and you want good content on your feed anyway moving on technically the video says two shots of vodka but that would imply that I'm going to be measuring it and that's just not going to occur so let's be honest like if I'm pre drinks and I'm making my own drink like it's gonna like we're gonna be struggling to get to the taxi to the club oh my god those are honestly trigger words for me at this point anyway you know if I'm gonna be making my drink though do you know it's it's realistically not gonna be two shots of vodka like if I'm going to the effort of doing it 
I'm going to be making a lasting effect for myself, do you know? And if I'm making my drink with just a drop of vodka, you know, I'm setting myself up for the rest of the night. I know I'm going to be getting stupid drunk and we're here for it, do you know? Like, this isn't my first rodeo. My beautiful friend, Ren, shout out to you, babe. We have this quote, which I feel like honestly works in every situation, but especially when it comes to when you're making yourself you're an illegally strong drink and you're like, okay, well, you're setting yourself up for the rest of your journey. Like, buckle up and get ready. And it's just don't plant seeds you're not willing to water. It's like if you're adding just a drop of vodka to your drink, you know what you're doing. Commit to the role. You know, Academy Award coming soon for the tragedy of the shit show that will be the night out to follow. But all around stunning work, do you know? You may be a train wreck, but let's switch it around. An iconic train wreck all the same. Anyway, moving on. I wanted to call this episode When God Made Me, but that would be implying that I'm religious. And I was kind of like, oh, if people are reading that title and they're like, oh, like she attends mass regularly. The last time I was at mass was my Holy Communion. And honestly, the only reason I was so committed to that particular affair is because obviously we were looking stunning, like matching shoes, dress, bag, watch, like... The veil even. The veil is a bit tapped when you think about it. Like, why were the girls wearing veils? But honestly, we looked stunning, so we'll overlook it. But also, I was like, I know if I'm not at that service, who is going to be leading Circle of Friends and many more iconic hymns to follow? Like, I knew I was the base of those altos, so I had no choice in the matter. But yeah, it's so I decided against when God made me. And I was like, just a drop of vodka will have to do. Because essentially, I am vodka to the fire, 100%. In a nutshell, that is what I identify as. My sister from another Mr. Rebecca, uh, she, one time we were talking uh, in a group chat. Why did I need to reference it was in a group chat? Like it's fucking pandemic, obviously it was over text. God forbid we'd be able to discuss it over brunch without having the fear of God himself in us. Anyway, but yeah, so we were discussing some plan and I was like, oh, I'll get involved. And she was like, Christ, vodka to the fire. And I was like, oh my God, Shakespeare, beautifully said. Couldn't, like, it's wrapped it up really and truly. So for all of those reasons, Just a Drop of Vodka is a perfect title for what's to come. You know, a little insight into me on, you know, what is involved in When God Made Me. What made me the woman that you are listening to today? There's definitely some major character building parts of my life. And I'd have to say one of them is definitely the fact I was just such a violent and ugly looking child. Well, not even child, like kind of like teen vibes and early teen and late teen. That whole vibe, you know, like awful looking, like truly could have been studied. Like I'd say if we looked back way back to my mom's search history now, there'd definitely be a few you know, what country is illegal to send your child away to, to be locked into a tower during her puberty, to kind of work it out there, you know? I wouldn't be surprised. And I also wouldn't judge her because honestly fair, like the state of me. But I mean, it's all incredibly humbling because I'm shit hot now. Feel free to go on to the Get Involved podcast Instagram to look at the proof, the receipts, or my personal, Lily Clan. Sorry guys, I'm just self-promoting here. I'm just trying to change the stigma that self-praise is no praise because if you literally don't love yourself, who the hell else will? Also another bit of me is definitely, like even though I am that bitch and like I don't take shit 95% of the time, like there's definitely times that I'm like, "Mm, you're not helping yourself in this situation when it comes to just with regards to honestly the heartbreak that I've self-inflicted on myself. Like considering I love myself and I don't want to put myself through unnecessary pain, like the amount of tragic things I've done 
with regards to just hurting my own feelings when it comes to the male specimen. Do you know what I mean? Like it's completely self-inflicted. And it's like, you know, just some of the tragic shit I've done. I'm like, you know what? First of all, like, that's the reason you're fucking single. Like, pray. And also, like, you're just hurting yourself, babe. And we all do it, you know. Like, my favorite hobby, wish I could stop. Don't see it happening anytime soon. It's just romanticizing situations that just simply do not occur in reality. Say, so, like, I, saw, I sound absolutely chaotic, crazy. But, like, I'm keeping it real here, guys. There's just, ultimately, there's just a lot of breakups that I've gone through when I was never in a relationship. You know, they hit different when it's like the heartache, even though you were never in a relationship with the person. And it's like, and, you know, the part of you is kind of like, oh, like, F you, like, not a fan of you now. But a part of me is like, also not a fan of you looking at myself in the mirror, being like, you have created the situation because the guy opened the door for you, like, you're not having a summer wedding and seven children, you know? But it's a tricky line, let's be real. We've all crossed it at times, you know, that line between, oh, like wanting to get involved in this situation with a guy, even though you're not together. But then, yeah, there's that line that it's like, okay, now you're just hurting your own feelings. Essentially, although my interaction with males has been limited wow i'm seriously selling myself here to future guys but anyway you know although it's limited you know you'd swear the things that i was doing it was just tragic like i was just like you know what Lily? like you surely were not doing this for the romance like you were doing this for podcast content 100 percent. but i mean we all have our own paths ladies we just gotta we gotta ride the wave but that's definitely been a bit of me. Also, like, considering it's of a Sunday and I know most of you are probably hungover and clinging to life itself. You know, I will. I'll touch on the hangovers that made me the woman I am today very vaguely because I know worst thing to think about is a hangover when you're hungover. But uh, also, you know, the fear, because ultimately, like, I do have the cure for the fear, ladies, for you. Um, it can be a one size fits all if you're willing to listen, you know? So like definitely we'll touch on that also. Um, considering we're all of a Sunday and we might as well, you know, get down to the nitty gritty. Like obviously I don't have the cure for a hangover, guys. Let's be honest, we're getting older. It's getting more painful. Like we have to take these risks sometimes. So we're just going to touch on a few of those things today, guys. As I'm even thinking recording this of, you know, those those attributes when God made me, I'm realizing they're all intertwined, like 100%. Like with regards to being the poster child for puberty and, you know, there's a lot at the end of the tunnel. Uh, and also just basically yeeting myself in front of a train every time I'm involved with a guy with regards to how it ends. Like definitely is connected in some way, you know, because through the formative years, like definitely in the early on years, like, like, you know, from like 11 to like 13, 14, maybe like my mom just like did not let me go out with guys. I don't know if anyone else was saying my mom's not even mad strict, but she just was like, no. And at the time I was like, you're Satan. I hate you. Like you're destroying my life. Of course, classic teenhood. But now, like, I honestly, if I had the energy, I would bring her breakfast in bed every morning to thank her for not exposing me to the male species during those formative years. To be honest with you, throughout my teenhood, I did, like, full disclosure, I thought I was shit hot at all times, and I still do. It wasn't the issue that I was insecure. It was the issue that I was like, I am so stunning, but my mom won't let me show it to the world. You know, she was kind of just like, you don't need to be going out with guys right now. And I was like, okay, so like, you obviously hate me and want me to have a shit life. That's fine. I'm actually 100% just blaming the fact that I'm violently single on 
when I was like 12, my mum wouldn't let me go to Dundrum. But like, I mean, we all have to have our reasons. Like, it's simply the issue of experience. Like, ask me to make you a G&T that will knock you into next Tuesday. Eyes closed, blindfolded. Sorry, they're both the same thing. I meant to say arms tied. <laughs> blindfolded, help. Like, no worries. Because, you know, that's my forte. I know that. But I think, you know, the tragic tales when it comes to males. Oh my God. Okay, poet. That's so uh, a title for next episode. Tragic tales of males. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I actually need to take a day off. A genius. Anyway. But, you know, like, you do definitely wonder. It's like, if I was allowed to hang out with guys when I was eventually my mum let me out okay like I wasn't in a nunnery for my whole life but like you know if I had more experience would that have occurred but you know there's no point in dwelling on these situations and wondering what if at the end of the day like once I was set free and allowed to speak to males to be honest god it sounds like I was trapped in a nunnery it wasn't like that but you know once I was set free shall we say let's just say I made up for the years that I wasn't involved you know Look, I wouldn't say I'm exactly experienced now either, but like I've definitely had it like my fair share of tragic tales, you know, and it's character building at the end of the day. It's kind of like a team bonding exercise, but it's just with myself. Do you know, like I'm just, I'm really building that bond with me and trying to be mentally sane. Now, obviously I'm not saying my frontline workers out there who were out and allowed out to go see males and socialize, like we were all doing God's work. The difference was like, we were all shit hot, do you know? We all had the matching Adidas tracksuits, whatever. I don't even know what tragic shoes I was wearing at the time. Full disclosure, like I know everyone has like baby shams and stuff. My mom wouldn't let me wear them because she said the support wasn't good for my feet. So she would make me wear shoes from Skechers or Echo. Oh guys, I was an icon from the very beginning. Anyway, we'll get into that stuff in later episodes. But... Look, guys, my mum was always in my corner, just I just didn't see it at times. She was just caring about my feet support. <laughs> um, but, you know, we were all looking shit hot in the matching adjust tracksuits, the buns as high as Jesus Christ himself, he could touch it, like, and enough black eyeliner to make our mothers cry themselves to sleep that night. But the difference was I would get dressed up feeling myself and then my mum would be like, no, you're not going out, do you know? Whereas, you know, but my gals who did cross that front door and went out, like we were all fighting for the same team. We were all looking shit hot, feeling ourselves, just growing as people and all fighting for the same team of getting through puberty, you know? But what I took from that, whatever about the classic, like just actually stop putting black tar around your eyes, I just loved myself. Like, honestly, I can't remember a time in my life where I wasn't obsessed with myself. And I'm not... Look, if people are listening to this and are like, oh my God, ego. It's not about having an ego. Like, that needs to switch around, that mentality. It's like, just love yourself. Like, honestly, if you don't think you're shit hot, you're just wasting your time in life. Like, what is the point of hating on yourself? Yes, we all do stupid shit. Yes, we make mistakes. Whatever. You have to do better and move on. Do you know, and the people who make you feel like you aren't able to move on. Now, I'm not talking about like straight up murder. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm appealing to the masses here. You know, if you've murdered someone, like you know what you've done and I cannot help you now. Like may Lord be your savior. But like, I'm talking more to the masses here. Like what is the point in wasting our lives? Just not feeling shit hot every day. A mantra I definitely just told myself all the time was that I was stunning inside and out. Like, and at the end of the day, like my mom's looking at me 
in this turquoise colored Adidas tracksuit being like, why is this girl looking at herself in the mirror as if she's Bella Gigi Hadid move over, you know? Um, but because I was like, cause I knew myself, I just loved myself. And I'm not saying my mom was a hater. Obviously I'm saying, obviously everyone as well was like, you look fucking tragic. Like, but such is growing up. But I always told myself I was killing it, you know? Even if some days I didn't believe myself, you still have to tell yourself that. Like, that's just something I've done literally since I remember is, like, obviously without knowing it for a while, but now, like, you have to actively do it. Like, when you're feeling shit one day, like, you still have to tell yourself you're fucking unreal. And even if you don't believe it some days, you have to tell yourself because I promise you 95% of the time you will believe it's the truth. And for the other 5%, you just trudge through. And even if you're looking like you've been dragged through a bush twice sideways mentally and physically, if that's what you're feeling, like you still have to tell yourself you're gorge. And I promise you, eventually you'll believe it even on your darkest days. And that has definitely stemmed from just the love that I've had for myself, um, even in the formative years. Because it's like, holy shit, like pat on the back. If you got through those years, take that energy and carry it with you in life, ladies and gents. Love yourself. Just fucking do it or try your best. I just think when it comes to when God made me, definitely a big part of it is just growing up violent looking, but also a confident young woman, like whether people liked it or not like I was going to be loving myself and projecting it you know look at the end of the day like I'm super grateful for my mother for keeping me indoors at times because definitely the world didn't need to see that maybe if I had gotten to know guys earlier then maybe I wouldn't think that every guy that spoke to me was going to fall in love with me and maybe I might have saved myself some heartache that was self-inflicted I think we've all been there I wouldn't know I'm not going to say my situation is isolated 100% I'm just being an open book and look maybe that is absolute chaos to some of you but I'm sure there's a lot of ladies and gents out there who relate to this situation and we love to see it at the end of the day tragedy loves company whatever about misery you know But yeah, I've been shouting on for a while, so I'm going to start wrapping this up. Definitely did not touch on all the things I wanted to, but it's fine, guys. We've got a long journey ahead. So as long as you guys enjoyed this and was entertained, many more to follow. But just touching on all of it being a Sunday, God's day, the day of the hangover and the fear. I just want to try lift this from you because with regards to the cure of the fear to me, you just have to... And like, this is simple. And I know you're like, oh, duh. You just have to not care. Like you really have to not care. Like you have to realize whatever shit you did that makes you cringe, blah, blah, blah. Like the other person that you did it to, they don't care. No one cares about what you do the way you care. And that's just the fact of life. And use that to your power. Wake up, jump in the shower, get your coffee, go to the shops, buy whatever the hell you want and make yourself pass at 11am if you want to on this Sunday and just set the fear to the side. She's not welcome. Whatever you did, unless you like scored someone's boyfriend, that's bad out. Like we're gonna, we'll talk about that later. Like, you know, that obviously was a bit of a no-no, but I'm speaking to the masses here. If you're like, you know, some cringe conversation you have with someone, you know, the usual, like who cares? Who actually cares? You just, you need to just take it in your stride. And I promise you, whoever you spoke to realistically doesn't remember what you said, or if they do, they just definitely don't care as much as you care. Um, But yeah, you just, it was worth it, guys. You went out and you just, you got to just think of the highlights of the night and not the fear of it. And that's ultimately it. 
So that kind of vibe of the fear definitely ties in well with the end of the podcast. Um, I'm going to kind of be doing a section at the end, which is, you know, a little bit of cure the fear for you guys. Hopefully it helps. Hopefully one size fits all and you guys feel less cringe or embarrassed about what you've done when you hear what I've done in the past. You know, like that's ultimately I'm putting myself out here to hopefully make you guys sit there and be like, whoa she did that what I did is not a big deal so for the end of the podcast we're going to be doing a little section called if you have the fear just know so for today's one ladies and gents if you have the fear just know this actually ties in well with the whole thing about being just doing outrageous things and just taking it too far with guys because you genuinely think that they're in love with you um and yeah just not helping myself so if you have the fear just know one time lily after getting seen twice by a guy went on a night out at 3 a.m went to the place that he worked it was like a hotel bar thing got a taxi like it wasn't a walk got a taxi paid money to make this mistake went to the hotel was not allowed into the hotel like basically tried to make a run for it one of my friends is with me like she will vouch for this we basically tried to make a run for it to the bar didn't work um got kicked out of the hotel then went around the side of the hotel where the bar was and it was just glass stood outside the glass where he was working inside the bar and just might as well have had my entire body pressed up against the glass like I was about to honestly like go through it um and just stared at him and he looked up and saw me the the look of fear the look of what who was the crackhead outside the window was very very clear he just looked at me and no words were spoken of course because I was standing outside glass like a crazy person and he just literally a a little shake of the head is all and he went back to work we never spoke again we'd been speaking at that point for about a month um, but in my eyes I was like yeah cool like a summer wedding um, would suit us both great Um, but yeah so guys, if you have the fear, just know you didn't show up to a guy's place of work you've been speaking to for a month at 3am and then essentially throw yourself at a glass pane of window to try to get his attention. Yeah, never spoke to me again after that. But it's fine. I mean, the one that got away, am I right? Is not just a hit by Katy Perry. Anyway, guys, hope you have a stunning Sunday. Uh, praying for your hangover I hope it's humbling you but not destroying your soul completely have a stunning week guys please head over to the at get involved podcast Instagram for some stunning content during the week I aim to entertain and to also fill my time so enjoy so much love to you all thank you for the support hope you enjoyed and I will see you guys next week ciao Bella